guys, welcome to the Tower of Babel Game of Thrones Breakdown for Season 4, Episode 5, First of His Name. Uh, as always, I'm Julian, I'm joined by my fellow Game of Thrones fan, Daniel. Yo. Uh, how are you doing, Dan? Good. Doing good. Yeah. Doing good. Uh, for those new to the show, we discuss the show as a show, and don't spoil anything for future episodes. Uh, I've never read the books, uh, Dan has, but he's sworn an oath to never spoil anything, <laughs> so no worries there. Um... Also, hey, if you've been listening to the show for the past couple weeks, I guess maybe since the beginning of season four, and you've been liking it, go follow us on Twitter at Tower Babblecast. That's B A B B L E, and uh, subscribe and like us on iTunes. That one's that one's a big one. Um, rate and review. Yeah, that's the big w- rate and review. Is that a that's, the that's what they, that's that's what they, they say? It. Yeah, that's what the okay. pros say. Um, well, we're pros-ish, right? Now we yeah. yeah. Now that we said it, we are. Or like. We were amateurs before, and now we're pros. Yeah, we, okay. Yeah. Um, but okay. <laughs> that is, all right. Anyway, um, we got housekeeping out of the way. It usually takes like thirty seconds tops, yeah. right? So we'll jump right in uh, to this week's episode. So this is the fifth episode. We're halfway through yeah. the season. Um, so that's pretty. Like it always feels like it goes by so fast. You know, like we just started, and now we're only. It's usually... weird how stuff like the episodes kind of a lot of them have felt so slow yet. Yeah, we're already halfway through, and there yeah. has technically, if you look back, there's a lot that's been happening. So yeah, like two, three big things have happened, right? But then you'll have those weird, like the first episode was kind of slow, and then mm-hmm. on this episode, not a lot of plot development, mm-hmm. but some good character work, so there's nothing we can really... Yeah. But it never feels like when you're watching it, like, you're like, oh, this is boring. No, like, it doesn't. And then you get to the end, you're like, there's oh. There's like, been like two times, maybe, I felt that way. <laughs> um, and they're probably Sansa chapters. That, are they called chapters? I call them that. Or or Sam. scenes, yeah, scenes <laughs> chapters from the book, Dan. Okay, yeah. I see how it works. Um, so we'll start in King's Landing, because that's where the episode starts. And Tommen's getting his crown, so he's being uh, court like it's a coronation, right? Yeah. Um, everyone starts yelling, "Long may he reign!" Everyone's having a good time. It seems like um, he's kind of checking out Marjorie from yeah. afar. Yeah, and she planted the seed. Yeah, and then <laughs> not literally, <laughs> and then. Um, and Cersei kind of like jumps into the frame, like, "Hey, what are you, what are you yeah. looking at?" And uh, and then actually, Marjorie and Cersei have like a pretty yeah. It feels cool like it's gonna be together. Cersei like trying to get in the way, like she did. She didn't yeah. want Marjorie to have any control over Joffrey, and she realizes that Cersei is losing power. And Marjorie is going to have a lot of influence over Tommen's yeah. life, and she just wants her kid to well, visually, not die. that's that's what it like what it shows. It's, yeah, she's literally getting in between the two yeah, of them. Yeah, I know. Um, and it's weird because she's play, like Cersei plays this completely different than she normally does. Like mm-hmm. she's usually been so manipulative, and so and maybe she still is in just a different way. Mm-hmm. But this is so much more. If it is, it's sort of so much more subtle than she usually is. Maybe she's going into like the second stage of grief. You know, <laughs> yeah. like it's anger and then sadness or whatever. I don't know what I all don't the even sta- know. I don't know what all the stages are, but I, I know think that- I think denial is the second stage. Or third. Mm. Well, anyway, it's in there somewhere. <laughs> Sadness is in there somewhere. You know, like depression. Okay, sure. Anyway, maybe that's what the point is. She's moved past the anger stage. Yes. She's kind of, kind of accepted it. Because except, although she's moved, except it's the, the last stage. Last stage. <laughs> um, she has a great line where she talks about Joffrey, and he's, he's like, you know, he would have been your nightmare, and uh, he says, you know exactly what he was. Uh, the things he did shocked me. You know, I'm not easily shocked. And then she said in that great, you know, um, British accent that makes it sound even so much more cool. Um, so this actually wins for my favorite scene. The first ep- first scene really? is my favorite scene of the of the episode. Your grace, there he is. Long may he reign. Long may he reign. He sits the throne like he was born to it. Yes. He wasn't, though, was he? No, he wasn't. You still mourn for Joffrey? He was my husband, my king. He would have been your nightmare. Your grace, I feel... You knew exactly what he was. I did too. You never love anything in the world the way you love your first child. Doesn't matter what they do. And what he did, it shocked me. Do you think I'm easily shocked? No. The things he did shocked me. 
good boy, a decent boy. He always has been. Who was the last decent king, I wonder? He could be the first man who sits on that throne in 50 years to actually deserve it. It would be some consolation, wouldn't it? For all the horror that put him there. He will need help. If he's going to rule well. He has you. A mother is not enough. You're still interested in being queen, I take it. <laughs> After all that's happened. Sounds strange, I know, but I am... Um, I haven't even given any thought to it. What comes next? It would be a great honor, of course. But I will have to speak to my father about it. Yes. To speak to your father. I'll speak to mine. We may be faced with an alarming number of weddings soon. <laughs> I won't even know what to call you. Sister. Or mother. Um, yeah. I, just everything that they, the whole, it's just completely different for Cersei, just the way she's acting. Like, And then you have Marjorie on the other side who is being the, I guess not manipulative in the same way, but just trying to be like, she isn't sure. Like she's usually yeah. used to Cersei being the same way and she's kind of like, oh, this is weird. So I'm just going to play it safe. You know, saying, oh, you know, <laughs> the great part I thought was kind of funny was when she was like, oh, you're still interested in being queen, right? Like, like a job <laughs> interview. <laughs> said, oh no, I haven't thought about it. I haven't even thought about it. So, but it, it wins because it has so many layers. That's why this sure. is my, my winning scene for me. And that's, I guess, a new um, yeah. thing for Three us. Pick, row, picking yeah. our favorite uh, two-person dialogue scene, mm -hmm. like, pair. Um, anything you have to say about this other than... It might be my favorite as well, actually. But I, I can't really remember the episode, so I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to piece it together as we go. Generally, anything with Oberyn is my favorite, but... Well, Oberyn does appear in this episode, yeah. but he's kind of in a more subdued yeah. role. Yeah. Again, even like with Cersei, uh, which is the not the next scene, but the scene after that. Mm -hmm. So, leading off of talking with Marjorie, kind of setting up, hey, you know, my son's, you know, he's not so bad. Must be the best king we've had on the throne in 50 years, is what they said. Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, makes a lot of sense. You're like, you know, you've been used to like saying, you know, go, like, let's get Danny over there. Let's kick Joffrey off the throne. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be good. And they're like, no, 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 hold off. <laughs> this actually might not this not might not be so bad Tommen's a good kid yeah, he's, he's, like he's, a, he's a, he has a good heart you know mm -hmm. well but also that, that that doesn't necessarily mean he's gonna be a good king no he's, I know he's obviously e easily manipulated so that's not a good well he's also a kid so yeah, yeah of course he's yeah, easily so, manipulated so who knows what he's gonna be like by the time Tywin's done with him and Marjorie's done with him and that's true um so Cersei and Tywin continue their their marriage planning. Mm -hmm. uh, this time, a little bit more low key. They wanted like no more. What did he say? No more fifty course meals or something like that. Seventy seven course <laughs> meals. Um, so no more of that because apparently the uh, well, we already know that the, the like the throne and is bankrupt. Like mm -hmm. they the uh, <laughs> the line is how much a considerable amount. <laughs> um, and uh, apparently the the Lannisters are broke. Haven't go mined any gold in quite some time. All, all their wealth is kind of in loans, in, in like owed money mm -hmm. kind of deal. And it doesn't quite work the same and, way here. And once they, they, they're pretty much taking over the throne, they're also kind of taking over the crowns as that. So yeah. like that, they they are they owe a lot right now, and they they're just they're just trying to seem like they don't. Yeah, and it's like and they're just reminding us that like hey, guess what? The Tyrells only house that can compete with us as far as resources. So let's, you know, keep our enemies close, I guess. Is well, also, they just need the Tyrell's resources to offset what they owe. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, let's take a shot because guess who's mentioned? The Iron Bank of Bravos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the great, I think another great line, actually, there's a bunch of, there's a couple of good lines in this episode is that everyone lives in the shadow of the Iron Bank, even mm -hmm. if they don't know it, which is kind of like, I guess, in this world, or yeah. everyone lives in the shadow <laughs> the, of the, the big banks. Bank. Um... I don't see the Iron Bank of Bravos being like a central bank. I see them more of like a, one of those banks that's you know quote unquote too big to fail, like what happened with the, the whole yeah. mortgage. Yeah, thing. It is, like, I guess it's closer to that. You know, they are essentially just a big bank that everybody uses. has to use. They yeah. have to and all the all, all money pretty much runs through them. Exactly, or kind of has to. So it's kind of like uh, you know, 
I can't actually think of any of the big bank names now from the States, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, uh, as far as like the massive banks that control everything. And that's like, just, I see them as that, not so much as like the Bank of Canada or, uh, what is it in the States? The, the Federal uh, Reserve. The Federal Reserve, yeah. Um, <clears throat> which is kind of different than the Bank of yeah. Canada, but same idea. Yeah. Uh, not that this is an economics podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so there's, he... Cersei seems like she's like, you know what, hey, I'm all about the family now, this whole thing's like, yeah, I'll marry Loras, yeah, whatever. She's much more... She just seems more laid back. Yeah, yeah. More like, yeah, she's working with him, she's not... She, she took a big hit when her son died, and she's... Yeah. But I'm like, I'm thinking so, because she's not so much thinking about herself, she's usually very selfish, right? Or yeah. about her about her immediate family, her kids, or yeah. whatever. But now she seems to be more um, thinking about the family and stuff. And it just seems to me, like, it just is such a dramatic dramatic turn. We talked about this in the last scene, too, but the, such a dramatic turn in her character that, like, there's got to be something else going on. Yes. Like, well, she's playing I mean, along she, You, you kind of get a piece of that in that scene with her and Tywin. She's trying to kind of get on, almost on Tywin's good side because she wants Tyrion dead, and yeah. he's one of the judges. Well, I mean, it's such a weird... Okay, so that reminds me, because the next scene she's talking to, to Oberyn, who's another judge, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, uh, uh, Tywin's like, I'm not allowed to talk about the, the case mm-hmm. or whatever, right? And so for not being allowed to talk about the case, she does a lot of talking about the case with both of these guys. Yeah. So that's not... So she's still playing her little games, and she's just, yeah... Doing it a different way. Yeah. Which, it just seems like she had either lost the ability to be that um, subtle, mm-hmm. or she's, I guess, just... I, mean, I don't know. It just seems like she's never, she hasn't done the, that in the, so the, long. The thing is, her whole life she had to do that, and then after Robert died, and... She had all that power. She maybe she got a little bit drunk with the power. Maybe she just or just let, drunk let on wine. She does well, drink a lot of wine. A lot of that too. So <laughs> while Joffrey was in charge, and she was basically in charge, she just could do whatever she wanted and didn't have to be subtle like this. Mm-hmm. Now she doesn't have that power, so she has to use her wiles again. You know. Mm-hmm. How do you spell that? Wiles. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's W Y, but I'm, I don't know for sure. I don't know either. Her feminine wiles. I think it's W Y. I don't. I don't have to actually look that up. Okay. I was actually going to. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so continuing with Cersei and her little, I guess, whatever she's doing, because we'll, we'll find mm-hmm. out. But she goes and talks to Oberyn. They're kind of talking about Marcella, who we saw in the, you know, the recap. That was a good recap, by the way. It was so long. It, it was, was like, really long, and it had stuff from, all, like, every season. Yeah, we saw a little bit of Sean Bean in there. Yeah, it was good, though. But, like, it touched on everything you needed, because I, I, I guarantee you people forgot about Marcella being sent to Dorne. And when the like whole that. thing happened after, like, and you know, I had we had a bunch of friends over for the to watch it. And uh, after the recap, I was like, "That was a long recap." They're like, "Yeah, I don't, I didn't really follow everything that was <laughs> happening there." It was like so many things. It was like, "Boom, hey, guess what? John Aaron died." Mm-hmm. That happened in the first episode of the yeah. series, like, like, or he was already dead. It happened in the first before episode. the first, yeah. Like, all these things happen. You have no, there's no way you can remember that much. And it kind of does a nice job of bringing everything back together. And this mm-hmm. whole episode does. That's one of the biggest challenges of the show. Touches right? on it, kind of brings things full circle, like. Mm-hmm. Especially considering things happened before the beginning of the show, it brings it connects us to now, four and a half seasons later, mm-hmm. right? I guess ha- almost exactly halfway through the series. Um, you could say that going off of what they've said. Well, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, how they break it up. But... They said about seven, to eight. So if four would have been, you know, mm-hmm. I guess we're a little bit half past halfway. Sure. If that's we're going off of that. Um, and then he then they kind of talk about the case a little bit more. And then I think does does uh, Oberyn ask her if she still thinks Tyrion did like killed mm-hmm. and, she's and she like, says she knows he did yeah which which is odd she it still makes no sense to me like she's this whole time she's coming off as so much more like she's thinking more for once with her for once and then she's still so like hellbent I guess maybe the thing Tyrion. is if it's not Tyrion who and there's no way whoever, there's whoever no... the real person is we know it is yeah exactly finger, but and Elena okay okay so but there's zero ties to them that's true so like if, if if she lets Tyrion go because uh, she doesn't she she doesn't know that he did she doesn't know that he didn't do it just because he says he didn't do well, it. Well, she says she knows he did it. Yeah, that's, so she's she saying does that. Know she but did she's it. saying that, and she. I think she truly believes that. Of course she does. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's like it's the mother's grief, you know. Like she she she's blindsided. She she only sees the one possible answer and, and wants justice for that. Like she she's not considering any other possibility because this is a sure way to get what she wants, like get the just, justice she justice, she deserves, as they say on the show, <laughs> justice. Um, so yeah, that, and then so she he she's made a boat I guess for Marcella mm-hmm. a ship and then he wants a to send birthday present, which again that's which we see off in the sea in the, in the sea. But I'm still just skeptical as far as how like you're gonna send Marcella who's lost to you a ship and there's no like catch there you know 
Trojan horse that's full of sword <laughs> soldiers. I think Oberon would know what was on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Um, and then, yeah, Oberon brings up again the whole, like, we're not mean to little girls thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which he's, like, brought up, like, two or three times. In well, the... I mean, <laughs> it, it left a bit of a, a scar. Um... Okay, so I think that pretty much touches on everything with Cersei. And actually, that's pretty, that's everything that happened in King's Landing for this whole episode, as far as I remember. Um, no, which Jamie was in the episode. Nope. Jamie and Tyr- Tyrion don't show up in this episode. Huh. Which is a first... Not a first, but Ty- um, Tyrion's almost in every yeah. single episode. He's only, one, he's only not in a few. Jamie's was like the first name in the credits, but maybe not. Right, well, I mean, he might have been in the credits, but... They, but they, yeah, yeah. They only have people included in the episode in the credits. That makes that. that would make sense. Yeah, but I don't really pay attention to that. I do. I like of, name them as the name pops up in my head. So to like con- <laughs> connect the the actor to yeah. the mm, nice. Because um, <laughs> I'm not. I can't ever remember the names of the actors. I can barely remember the names of the characters. Uh, then so we head across the sea. We got we're over in Marine. She's still hanging out in her giant uh, pyramid, mm-hmm. having a small council meeting. Yep. So we've seen a lot of those, and. Um, so Dario has apparently taken the Second Sons and has captured 90 ships or stolen or what? From, yeah. From, I guess, that's some of The Miranese, yeah. the Navy that was in, like, that was in the water by Marine. Okay. So they took the city and then he took the ships. Okay. Um, saying that, hey, I heard you like ships. Yeah. Kind of like offhand little comment there. Um, so trying to be cool, the cool guy in the table. Um, anyways, this essentially makes them mobile for the first time that they never were. They really walked everywhere yeah. up until yeah, yeah. now. So they, this allows them to move a lot faster than they were, and really actually gives them the option to actually go to Westeros yeah. that they didn't really have before. Move her entire army right now. So now she she has the option, but she still chooses uh, not to go. So that essentially mm-hmm. skipping over everything, she chooses not to go to Westeros to cap to, to take over. Saying and everyone's telling her, hey, this it's right for the picking, you know. Yeah. Young kid on the throne, not everyone's tired. Just finished a, like a war, which is just kind of going on, but not really. Mm-hmm. And Everyone's like scattered, and, yeah. and alliances. Are so weak. this would be the best time, and no, no one's expecting it. You could just the sail only reason in. it's it's not necessarily the best time because she still has a like a pretty small army compared to everyone else. But she also has three dragons, which again they didn't even mention, which is odd because they're not really battle ready yet. They're big, but they're not that big. That's true. Probably a couple of arrows. Probably take in the books. Like she, what she says a lot is like she she would want she wants to be able to ride them into war mm-hmm. if, she, if she were like she, she doesn't want to just have them as pets. But you know, uh, yeah, that makes sense. We haven't seen them since the first episode of the season. Yeah. She like they literally have like I, every every time I see Danny and they should sit Danny dragons are around like where are they what are they <laughs> doing I like does she have like someone taking care of them they're off well, hunting somewhere and then she just can't, how does she call them back and they just do their own thing. Okay, then how good are they? What good are they as weapons? They always come home. How do they know her home is? She's always moving. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's that's like those are minor grapes. I mean, I know why. the budget doesn't allow for dragons on screen. And they had a bit of ghost in this episode, right? So, well, again, but the the dogs really aren't that much. I mean, it's like it's it's minor compared to the dragons, which are completely CG, and the dogs are just um, or the direwolves are just large dogs that they've filmed in a, on a CG set and then like enlarged and placed mm-hmm. on the screen. So it still looks good though, the the, the direwolves. Um so but we find out that the last two cities she took, so was it Yunkai and Astapor mm-hmm. have like fallen back into like chaos now that yeah, she's left. Because she didn't really like she just took over, took all this a bunch of slaves and some people stayed and then left them to their own. Yeah, so that that entertainment weekly recap that I use sometimes to, to make my uh show notes okay he had a funny little comment saying uh <laughs> the foreign policy of going wrecking shit up saying hey change and then leaving turns out doesn't work <laughs> but no one ever remembers that <laughs> yeah well no it was pretty short-sighted what she was well yeah it's like okay come everyone everyone who wants to come you can come everyone else just stay i'm sure you guys will figure it out and then it turns out they didn't. <laughs> yeah, she set up like a council or whatever in Yunkai. I think yeah, it was. and they got overthrown. And then she did the same in Marine, and they were all overthrown as well. But by a guy, butcher, his yeah, he was a butcher now, and he just decided to he or he's a butcher, like butcher like murderer like. Oh, uh, I was thinking <laughs> like, like a, like a, like no, a no. person who like cuts meat. No, just like a like an evil dude. Oh, and are you sure? He's calling himself King Cleon now. Hmm. Cleon. Cleon. Hmm. Okay, I'm sure that'll come back around. I mean, you can't say, but. Um, so she's decided to stay and rule the Slaver's Bay, essentially her 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 
reasoning is that, hey, if I can't even yeah. rule these three cities, how can I rule seven kingdoms, right? Which, I mean, pretty smart. She just seems like she's a pretty smart girl. Um, it just is, as a fan, like, speaking <laughs> from the fan side, like, you just want her to get involved yeah. with what everything else it's is going on. It's annoying because it just keeps her separated. And so it's like, okay, so I guess we'll see her there for a while. And then my question is, okay, so then what is the cat, like, what is... When does she feel like she's ready? Like, you know, it's like one of those people that just like he's it's like procrastinating. She just keeps putting it off and putting it yeah. off. Like, when does she like when she's seventy five? She's like, okay, my dragons are big enough now. I think we can go. Like, no, like I don't know. So that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. Like, what is going to be what actually finally makes her go? Which I and I hope it's something at the end of the season. Even if the last shot is her getting onto ships, which was the last shot last season. Of her getting on a ship, like she was on a ship at the beginning of this or the season before. The season before, and um, so you're like, okay, sweet, she's gonna do, and then she didn't actually go anywhere. Just no. Labor's Bay. Um, well, she only had three ships. Yeah. <laughs> so now she has the ships. If it ends with a whole fleet sailing off into this like sunset, then you know, then cool. I'll be like, all right, stoked. Season five, here we go. Cool. Shit's getting real. But I think I say that at the end of every season. Um. So, is there anything else about that that I've missed? No, I think so. I don't see if you have anything to say about that scene. No, I think it's just her advisors were kind of torn about it, but uh, uh, they all thought Jor was the only one that cautioned her against going. Like, Barristan wants her to go back mm-hmm. and take the throne. Well, of course, Barristan does. Yeah, he doesn't he wants really like to be, being an yeah, SS, I don't think. Yeah. But he's out of his place, right? He, yeah. He's a member of the Queen's Guard now, I guess, and he does, he wants to be in King's Landing with her doing what he's always done. <laughs> but yeah, the, the army's not large enough yet. It, it, what remains of the Lannister armies could still... I guess, yeah. You know, Plus, with help with the Tyrells, too. Yeah, exactly, and with the rest of the southern mm-hmm. Um So we'll head over to the Eyrie, where almost pretty much the rest of every th- the episode happens until we head over to the north. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the first time we see the Bloody Gates, is mm-hmm. what they're called, right? The Bloody Gate. The Bloody Gate, okay. Because there's only one. That makes sense. And it's allows access to the Vale? Is that... No, no, the whole area is the Vale. It's kind of like the North. The okay. Vale is like the North. It's, the, it's one of the Seven Kingdoms. The Eyrie is the name of the castle that's in charge of the Vale. Oh. It's like Winterfell is the, the keep that's in charge of the North. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> that makes sense then. And this castle, the Eyrie, is built on a mountain. Yeah. Right? Okay. That's surrounded by smaller mountains? Surrounded by other mountains. It's just like, it's 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 always called impregnable. Like, you, mm-hmm. there's only one main entrance. Except for Bronn. Bronn thinks he could do it. Yeah. <laughs> you'd have to like climb up like yeah. rock climb for miles yeah I mean if you can climb up an ice wall you can climb up a, a mountain mm-hmm. um and they keep saying that right like they, the whole hey it's impregnable nothing has ever beaten it whatever blah, blah, blah. something will happen like I feel like what but your dragon could probably do pretty well <laughs> well yeah um Everyone keeps talking about like oh they they built this like uh, what was the one that that the the, the castle got burnt Harrenhal uh, Harrenhal so it's like oh it was it was imp- it couldn't be destroyed blah 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 except for dragons they didn't they well, didn't yeah, take the that dragons into account weren't a reality before when they built it sure I guess but like how do you build a how do you build a castle that protects you from dragons like yeah, I don't understand. you can so then like the whole thing is like oh they didn't take into dragons into account so every everyone's built a castle that just can't protect you against a dragon it literally yeah. melts stone it's a fucking dragon man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, I'm just che- I'm just checking. I just thought they only said, I thought they said that referencing the fact that you know others have built castles that could because it seems like why is there no only they, one? the Harrenhal they just built the largest and strongest castle ever, like in history yeah and then as soon as it was like almost as right away as soon as it was done is when Aegon landed and then his dragons came and they ended up having to burn Harren in, in in his uh, okay cool that's why it's called Harrenhal mm. um so what else okay so Littlefinger. It's finally, he's got Sansa there pretty quick. I mean, only two episodes to get there. This yeah. whole t- time, a table, lot of stuff. Timelines really, really bothering me now. It's yeah. really getting muddled. But I mean, I, I'll they had to rush to it because I, pr- I promise you, you don't want to see what was happening in between. It was a lot of boring crap of Sansa <laughs> on a ship crying. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're probably right. So they uh, he advises her to kind of put her hood up while they're walking through because I guess even Aunt Ly- uh, his her aunt Lysa. What's her f- first name? Yeah, Is it Lysa Aaron? Yeah. Is that saying, hey, we, I can even, I don't want my own men to even know you're here, kind of thing. Yeah, because people talk, you know. Yeah. And, um, so is it like a well known fact that the Starks have red hair, or is it just that sense? Well, no, like, she, she would be, she would be remarked, like the red hair, like she looks fairer, she looks highborn. Yeah. No one's ever seen her around before. People know generally what Sansa Stark looks like, and there are people that in the veil that would know her face. No, she's never been there before. 
Well, there are people that would still know her face for having visited Winterfell oh, or vice okay. versa. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like, from King's Landing as well. Like, a lot of the lords came in for the tournament and stuff. Okay, yeah, all right. So, they go through the Bloody Gate. Even he mentions that, you know, every every army that needs to attack uh, uh, the Eyrie has to go through down this road or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they go up, which is pretty cool visual, the whole gate, and then seeing the Eyrie in the distance. And they go up and... Uh, Lysa, the crazy one from season one with yeah, the... The creepy kid. The creepy kid. Anyway, so he's still there, but he's not quite as creepy because he's not suckling on his mom's boob. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole time, so they, they have the moon door, right? That's what it's called? That has the, the, the door they used to kill people there and yeah. execute them. They just push them out the window. Mm-hmm. And it's a hole in the floor. Pretty sure it's called the bloody gate because blood from, the, from people falling out of the moon door lands oh. on the gate. Doesn't, it doesn't make it look like it in the show. In the books, that's how it's described. Oh. I'm pretty sure. There's like four gates, though, but then one of them is called the Bloody Gate because that's sometimes where people land. Oh. Okay. That would be cool if that was... Anyway, that would be cool if that was the case. I don't think... They, the way they show yeah, it on the show doesn't pretty far make away. sense. Yeah. Um, unless they flew in the wind. <laughs> um, the whole time, like, so she, they come up and they... Littlefinger and like start talking and then her son, Robin, uh, comes down. And the whole time, thinking, like, all you have to do is, like, stumble and you just fall out the window. <laughs> yeah. Like what you could there's no they, railing or they anything. could close it. Like there's clearly a door there to close yeah, they just it. Just needed a little fresh air. But I mean, like the kid seems a little unhinged. I mean, she does. So does she. <laughs> yeah. But like the whole thing, it's like, like he's sure not, he's like, not really sure on his feet either. He's yeah. And then like grabs the toy that uh, or the, the like the glass bird bird that uh, Littlefinger brings him and just throws. Robin. Probably that makes sense and throws it out the window. Yeah. So I'm like, he was literally standing like less than a yeah. foot away. Could have just fallen. And it was, that was just one of those things. that's like in. In real life, there's just a green screen hole there. Yeah. But, like, you know. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it would make, if I was standing next to it, I was like, this, there's no railing here. Like, this, it would just, I would be standing as far away from that hole as possible. Much. And then, okay, so then we find out that uh, Lysa and Littlefinger have had, like, a romance for, like, a long time. Well, he, he grew up with them, right? Okay. He grew up, he was fostered by Catelyn and Lysa's father. Okay. So he grew up with them and he was in love with Cat mm-hmm. this Which whole time. You, yeah. And we, we already know what happened with uh, Ned's bro- older brother and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But um, <clears throat> I guess Lysa like, was in love with him the whole time as well. And then he was sent here uh, to the Eyrie to marry her yeah. by Tywin. Okay. So she that's, you know. So now we're going to right now. Yeah. And we don't even see it. So finally, thank God we don't see a marriage <laughs> yeah. on, on screen. Um but the big reveal here is that... She's a screamer? Well, other than that. Because <laughs> she says that out loud. Yeah. But she and says then, that she killed John Aaron. Yes. Her ex-husband. Yeah. I guess her former husband. Mm-hmm. Her, um, the former Hand of the King. That's kind of like what started everything. Yeah. Always. So, exactly. So, he turns out he's the mastermind pretty behind everything that's gone on. This behind a lot time. of shit. Also, he's not only told got her to kill her husband, told her to send that letter to Catelyn saying it was the Lannisters, which yeah. started all that whole thing with their... Like, they never liked the Lannisters, which started their whole suspicion with the Lannisters. Yeah. And then... Uh, yeah. She captured Tyrion and all that so, stuff happened. So, let me just read this 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 excerpt from that Entertainment Weekly thing that I use. So, John Aaron, who was the hand of the king to Robert Baratheon, that event... Uh, uh, he was who died before um, the show even started. He yeah. was, like, the first shot, like, dead on the table. Yeah. Um... That event sent Robert to Winterfell to conscript Ned Stark. Mm-hmm. We've always assumed Cersei and Jaime killed Aaron because he learned about their incestuous relationship. Now we learn the truth. Littlefinger sneakily seduced Lysa and convinced her to poison her husband. I bet he also pushed Robert to tap Stark to replace him. Littlefinger then had Lysa write a letter to Catelyn and Ned, the, uh, and Ned the assassins. Uh, okay, write a letter to Catelyn and blaming her Lannister, the Lannisters for her husband's death. Littlefinger also told Catelyn and Ned the assassin's dagger used to try to kill Bran, uh, Bran after his accident was last seen in the hands of Tyrion. Mm-hmm. But it was Littlefinger's dagger. Yeah. That he said he lost to Tyrion. Yeah. Kate, uh, Catelyn then kidnapped Tyrion, then tried to save him, uh, have him executed in Lysa's court, provoking the Lannisters. Then Littlefinger betrayed Ned Stark, which led to his arrest and execution, and then boom, war. So yeah, he's been planning. He was literally the, the. I mean, like he's indirectly re- responsible for every single death that has happened on the show. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, I guess except for maybe the stuff up north. Kind of directly for a lot. Of, well, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, but like indirectly on most things. Like he's indirectly responsible for the death of Joffrey. He didn't literally yeah. kill Joffrey, but he's indirectly responsible for it. In he's pretty well, even more no, directly than directly. Indirectly. For that but like. With lots of things. Like, like he probably didn't want Ned to get his head cut off. No, he he probably he did. He didn't want Catelyn to die though. Yeah, well, 
with Catelyn and Rob, like that, that was kind of just it just happened, you know. Yeah, you never really, we never saw his re- response to that whole no, thing. No, we didn't. Well, that's because this whole scene, like he's supposed to be to have been gone this whole time, right? Like we don't really. We yeah, I know. Really I mean, like, but just I'm sure, maybe we will. I just but like I knowing Littlefinger and like knowing the character, his reaction would be like he probably would have been like pissed off that cat died because that yeah. pro- she was probably part of his plans for the future, or whatever. Yeah. But it also would have been like, okay, now what? Yeah, you no. Know, and then and then he's always like, and he's not about revenge either. So like, if even if he was pissed, he's not going to be like, okay, well, yeah. I'm gonna he's go not going to adventure death. He's yeah. just going to do what he has to do for him. Yeah. So sorry, I screwed up there. I actually read a line ahead on the thing. Oh. Um, so anyway, um, Littlefinger also now has a has, yeah, like we said, killed Joffrey and has an alliance with the Tyrells. So like, he's he has his hands in everyone's yeah. pies. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that's why Varys said he's one of the most dangerous men in the Seven Kingdoms. Like Varys didn't know about all this stuff, but he knew how dangerous the player was. That's a good callback on that yeah. on that line. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, Sansa goes to bed listening to her aunt uh, screaming, which is like, like that's, that's such a the weird biggest scene. turn off. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> screaming like that. So, but she said she was going to go really loud. I guess she gave him fair warning. If you don't want to marry me, <laughs> you can turn back now. Um, and then we have another scene with Sansa and Lysa later, um, and she's they're talking kind of. It's kind of a nice conversation talking about Catelyn and how she had a sweet tooth just like mm-hmm. Sansa does, and and how she almost got fat, and then had to, her dad had to tell her not to eat anything and all this stuff, and then um, and then she gets really crazy. Not that she wasn't before, but kind of gets yeah. like aggressive. She doesn't even know what Littlefinger's whole things was. She's like, you know, are you pregnant with Littlefinger's kid? You know, uh, you know, and he's, um, then, you know, Sansa has a really sad line that I think was like, she's like literally crying. Like she's like in her face, mm-hmm. like how many times has, she, has Sansa said, you're hurting me in some way, yeah. like a lot. And then she says like the whole thing, like he always tells me that I'm like a stupid girl and doesn't know anything and shouldn't, I'm a terrible liar and I shouldn't, and I should never lie. So I should always tell the truth. And it's just like, just exemplifies all like the like but mental those anguish she's gone yeah, through. Yeah, those are things that she's saying about herself. Like, the, like obviously Littlefinger never yeah. said that to her, but like, yeah. those are things that she has said to herself at different times throughout the series. Yeah, and it was all just pushed into one. It was like, yeah, just her getting all of her yeah, and like hate, self hatred out. Yeah, like just self anguish. Like she just it doesn't have any faith in herself. Like she just well because she's been with it so much that she ha- she has no power to do yeah. anything about it's it. It's like out of the fire and into the fire, like out of the firing pan and into the fire. Because yeah. like she lo- she leaves. Uh, you know King's Landing and things were crappy there she was essentially a prisoner mm-hmm. and she comes here and she's essentially a prisoner again yeah it's her aunt that's yeah yeah and now she's not probably not to the same extent as in King's Landing her aunt's just kind of yeah. bipolar about it like. <laughs> uh, that's true but now she's now Lysa wants her to marry Robin mm-hmm. which is her cousin right mm-hmm. which wouldn't that be odd like wouldn't people be like uh, what's up with that like you know no no probably not cousins marry Really, is that normal in this? I think so. I guess they're not the, like I would. It'd be more distant cousins, but it's it's not unheard of. I guess. I guess. Well, yeah, they're not blood related. Yeah, they are. Are they? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. They are. Yes, because that's first cousins. His sister's. Yeah, yeah, yeah sister's yeah, son. Yeah. Or his mom's sister's son. Yeah, yeah. They're first cousins. So yeah, no, that that's for sure. Well, not like cool. he, it's frowned upon here. It's frowned upon <laughs> there. They talk about like that's obviously like. Well, the other thing maybe 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 she's marrying Robin under that name Elaine that they gave her. Maybe. I don't know. But that, no, because that wouldn't make sense either because she's like supposed to be a baseborn, just a bastard, right? Yeah. Okay, so then, uh, then I'm confused by that. It just seems like, she's like, ah, oh, crap. Well, <laughs> I mean, her aunt's crazy, so she's not really thinking about the rest of it. That's true. She's just, you're going to marry Robin and that's what we're going to do. You're going to be the, what did she say, the queen of the veil or something like that? Or the... Well, I guess if the veil were its own kingdom, if the, the seven kingdoms yeah. broke up, then, then she would be the queen of the veil. Other than that, Robin is technically the warden of the east, hmm. just like Tywin's the warden of the west, and Bruce Bolton is now warden of the north. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember. I see. Sometimes when I have to look things up, um, I'm like, re- like I literally only read the small. Like when I looked up who, because I literally didn't remember who John Aaron was. Okay. The former hand of the king, like we said, uh, before the show started. Um, I looked up enough, like, the basic information, and I didn't read anything else. Yeah, so you it's got to like, be real careful. It's, I'm, like, it. super careful. Um, so, yeah, like, I don't... I don't even know what I was... Why, why was I saying that? Why was I talking about that? Just, yeah. like, looking up... When you looked up, like, the Warden of the North and so Yeah, so and I saw that he's the Warden of the East. And I was like, oh, so there's... Yeah, so who's the Warden of the South? Mace Terrell. Hmm. Of course. Which is... Uh, what's his name's brother? No, this is Margie's father, is Mace Terrell. Oh really? The yeah. south? What that? I thought that the the Dornish would have been the, the no. That there's a, the the Dornish, the Martells, and the Tyrells have a huge feud. Yeah. 
but uh, yeah, the 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 Tyrells of Highgarden are the Warners of the South. Okay. Again, Dorne's kind of more separate than any of the other okay, kingdoms. Okay, so, okay. All right, all right, that's fair. I just, like, how do you know all this stuff? It's, like, it's crazy. I'm, like, a fucking encyclopedia <laughs> yeah. with this stuff. Look, it's good. I like to know that. Like, I love, I'm all about, the, I'm all about like, world building. Like, yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what else happens? Oh, so, Haunt the Hound and Arya. So okay, yeah, I forgot about they're, that. Uh, they're hanging out. They're on their way to the same place. Um, and um, so she's kind of telling her list before they go to bed. So I think she says the full list in this one, which, I mean, they omitted a few names from the book, but whatever, they're not important ones. Characters that probably aren't even in the show. Well, some of them had been, and I I guess one of them is, like, the Tickler was one of them, but he died at Heron Hall. Oh, okay, yeah. Things happen differently in the book, but the the main ones are there, so. And her list seems to be growing, and as quickly as it's, like, shrinking. Like, someone will die, and she'll, like, add someone on, like, right. So, so she's saying the whole list, and they're going, like, to, to sleep, and then the last one, obviously, the Hound is still on her list. And they have this thing about her killing her brother. Like, hey, if I saw my brother, I'd like I'd kill him. Mm-hmm. You know, and which they talked about before how he doesn't like yeah. his brother, right? Because well, he's the one who burned his the, face. Yeah. yeah, and just like his brother's like Generally one of the most guy. evil guys. Yeah. yeah, he's had three wives and they all died of suspicious meat. Like, <laughs> and so their dad also died of like it was a yeah. weird death and that kind of stuff. Um. And uh, so, and then if he wakes up and find uh, Arya practicing her water dancing, which looks cool, mm-hmm. all just doesn't seem very effective in like real combat. Well, it would be if she was better at it. I, I guess. I mean, the Hound apparently subscribes to the same school of fighting as Bronn. Yeah. Where uh, you know, do whatever you can to win, which makes sense because mm-hmm. it's your life on the line when that's uh, the case. Um, and he has a great line. He's like, Marin Trench is the guy who killed Cyril uh, Cyril Farrell. One because he had armor and a big fucking sword, yeah. and you know Cyril Farrell. Had it's a stick. not clear if Cyril died. It's also not clear in the books. I've just always kind of been hoping that he didn't die because he's kind of like it's, it's like pretty. It's, it's off camera though. It's, and it's but like, they, don't you hear a scream? Like no, a, you don't. No. She just goes. Well, you hear a lot of screaming because that's when all the the when the North like the Winterfell oh, men are dying. Yeah. But it's like. I, it, in the book and in the show, it kind of just like she leaves and he's like talking to them and beating them up. Like in the books, he actually kills a couple of them with the wooden sword before yeah. the guy breaks it, and then she—that's the last thing she sees. And I've always like been hoping that he's still alive because he's pretty cool. Okay, and he's the first sword of Bravos. He's supposed to be a badass. So. The first, the first. What does that mean? The first, first sword of Bravos is just like a like a title, like a badass sword fighter. He would be protecting the Sea Lord of Bravos. Okay, he's essentially like one of the King's Guard. You know. Okay. All right. Well, like, that's cool. I did. I thought that he was for sure dead, to be fair, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he probably is. Just... Um, and, like, who is Marin Trant anyway? Like He's one of the Kingsguard. He just, oh, he's just with, he just hangs out with Jamie a lot? Like Well, no, there's the Kingsguard, there should be five of them, or seven of them? Something like that? Yeah. They they really don't do a lot of their names. Uh, Sir Marin, Sir Boros, and then uh, Sir Mandon Moore is the one who tried to kill Tyrion, and then Podrick killed him. Oh, okay. That was this episode, too, that he was talking about it, right? Yeah, yes, yes, that's the next scene. Oh, okay, it's cool. good. Uh, that's... See, was, well, now, I was, now I'm hadn't, remembering. We're yeah, we hadn't, we hadn't quite moved over there yet, <laughs> but... Um, so Marion is the one also that, uh, in season one, that backhands Sansa. He's the one with that, like, kind of weird beard, oh, like, the yeah. shaggyish beard and, like, that weird hair like this. Yeah. Because yeah, people know what you're talking so about. So podcast <laughs> Very visual medium. <laughs> um, so, like, it's cool because she's now, like, literally learned how to kill from, like... This guy, like this hero, who's a very like you know honor and like fancy style and, and precision. Yeah, like, and he's then, all about like being nimble rather than yeah. being strong. And now you have the hound, who's all about like strong and like just do whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, what's his name from season two, Jack and Hagar. Jack and Hagar, who's like about sneakiness and like mm-hmm. using like deceptive methods. I guess I don't know. We sure. never know really know how he does what he does, but like. Um, so she's like has a full, well-rounded. Well, that's like thing. that's the thing. Like Arya, she's obsessed with death and with killing, like she killing the people that she thinks has wrong have wronged her. Yeah, and you know, Hound has nothing wrong with that. He's like, hey, you know, anger works. Yeah. But like, anyway, um, it just it's interesting because like their relationship's so like complicated. It's um, and it's going layers again. But like last episode, I think he was pissed off at him, or is that maybe two episodes ago? Uh, about the whole like farmer thing. Yeah. And then uh, this now she's still he's still on her li- he's still on his uh, on her list and like she literally tries to kill him like yeah. he stabs him she stabs at him she's just not strong enough yeah. yeah and her armor is and his armor is just too thick yeah and her sword's tiny <laughs> um, so 
And then he actually he hits her, which I don't think he's ever done before. Maybe not like not like that, but like, cause she tried to kill him. Yeah. Like, in the, yeah. So it's like it's just such an interesting relationship. It's like obviously they think like he they need each other in some way. I think um, Arya probably needs the mountain more than the mountain needs Arya. They said the mountain, right? Yeah. Yeah. I said I meant the hound. <laughs> <laughs> like, she needs him like to survive, basically. Yeah. Right, at this point, and he, and he just wants money. money, which he says. But I think. I think he, he kind of likes her. And not like that kind of, like the creepy kind of way, but like... Has he likes like, Sansa in the creepy kind of way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. As re- I remember that. He's like, hey, I'll get you out of here. And she's like, uh, no, you're ro- you're creepy. <laughs> Look at your face. Um, and then we have Bran and Podrick, which is probably one of my going to be my favorite, like, pairing for, like, the next <laughs> yeah, little while. It's pretty funny. Like, he's, like, riding the horse and just, like, wandering around. And the way that they shoot it is great. Yeah. Where he's, like, he's kind of always going off of, like, off screen. <laughs> Um, and uh, they kind of kind of kind of talking about how he's never really done much squiring, like actual squiring, like just pours a lot of wine. Yeah. Doesn't even cook, like he just like that's the cook's job. <laughs> and uh, but then they kind of get like um, she kind of gets some respect for him when he tells her that he killed a guy at the yeah. Blackwater. And uh, I just think it's I think it'll just be like a nice like lighthearted. I think mostly lighthearted. I don't. It could get dark because every time something's nice, it gets ruined. So. Um, for now, but at least. They, it's, okay, and in that scene, they say that they're on the way to the wall. Yes, I was going to mention that. That they think Sansa's headed to the wall, which is well, interesting. she's yeah, she's after Sansa, right? Yeah. So she'll go there. She knows her brother's at the wall. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that apparently. Well, Jon Snow, yeah, everyone knew he took the black. Yeah, and uh, so that's where he is, which should take a long time. But like I said, the whole timeline yeah. thing is getting is a little messed up. They have horses, so they're not like walking, but it should like Still. literally took a whole season for. Well, she said it could take like a week to get there. A week? It, it, really? That's what she said. Like a week of riding. Oh, okay. To get so to the like wall. two weeks of actual time. Yeah. But like whatever that means in showtime is yeah. literally I don't I have no idea anymore. Um, so is there anything else you want to say about that one? That's kind of just like a like a pretty nice little scene. Nothing yeah. much going on yeah, there. Just, it's just reminding you that that happened. Yeah, I'm mean, surprised we even touched on them this week, especially because yeah. we only we we last dealt with like that whole thing last week. So um, usually like you get a week Give to breathe. No space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll move to Craster's Keep, where the, I guess the big action stuff happened. Like yeah. I said, a lot of what we talked about, like for like um, Brandon Podrick and like the Hound and Arya, like literally yeah. nothing happened. Like oh, yeah. you made a little, a lot of character work Even, development there. Yeah, sort of seeing all that stuff. Like the plot of the well, overarching plot yeah. didn't really move at all. Like you could literally this scene, this almost all this stuff could have happened last week. Like you could just play. Like if it could have yeah. been a two-hour episode yeah. and like or whatever. I mean, it would make, it would like make a half, sense. a lot of this stuff, like you could have just assumed happened. Yeah, like, and it's like, oh, guess what? They're still on the way, yeah, or they're, yeah, yeah. you know. But like, and even with this, like things have reset to some degree. Like, mm-hmm. some stuff was cool was going on. Like they were going north of the wall, and now they're going back, and no, nothing's happened. I mean, <laughs> so Craster's Keep, we see um, first. I think the first scene up there is um, what's his name, uh, Locke. He's kind of like scoping things out being a sneaky dude yeah uh, uh kind of like goes in checks to see where bran and all them are and this cool scene where they you know hear something and they look and it's no one's there and uh so they're gonna go attack at nightfall so night comes and then the, they 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 attack like first thing but before that um you have carl i looked this up on uh, it is carl, yeah. it, on uh, the mdb's carl which is such a non-imdb or game of thrones name yeah I know. but it's spelled the k so it's K A R L. I don't know if it's the same character, but there was a dude in the, in the books named Coil. Okay. Q U O Y L. Is that the, maybe that fat guy? Y L E. Well, that's Rast. Oh, that's okay. the same. That's the actual. Character. Okay. Um, so, Carl. Yeah. Um, played by I think his last name is Rust. His yeah. name is Burn. Burn. His first name is Burn. Burn. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, I one of my favorite character actors. Gorman or something. Gur- yeah, Burn Gorman. Right. That's someone good. along those lines. I wish I could remember names. <laughs> um. Anyway, so he has this like really like creepy scene. Um, it's really tense where he's going in that in that same tent and he's got yeah, he's got Bran and all his friends tied up, and uh, it's it's tense for like a couple reasons. Mostly because um, we know that Bran and John are like really close together, right? And yeah, like, literally the for same the place. Second time. And they're like, okay, like okay, things might get like, they might actually meet this time. So they're like, oh yeah. And then two, because um, you know Locke knows exactly where they are. Mm-hmm you know what he's up to and three because Carl's about to rape Mira because <laughs> he's yeah uh, right in front of them yeah. and, and then kill her he's yeah and then kill her and then also because uh, uh, Georgian gives him this like cool thing like how he like 
shows like hey, I can see the future and I see that you're gonna die today and yeah. you're gonna your burns will, bones will burn and snow will fall and bury them or something really cool like that I'm starting to kind of have like lose faith in Jojen as like someone to believe in because he seems pretty crazy like he's sitting there and he's like looking at a hand that like his hand and it's like burning see but that's Okay, like what was interesting for me about that is that was before he wasn't talking to Carl at that point. Yeah. He was talking to Brandon and them, and they're saying, "Is this how he died?" He says, "This is not the end. You'll know. I'll know when it's the end." And they like they ask him how he's gonna know, and he's just so looking at his hand yeah. burning. So does that mean he dies by fire or something like that? I don't know, but yeah. And he said, "Well, he said something about like you'll know it when you you'll know it when you're there. Yeah, you'll know when you like see that. it." Um. So then, perfect timing, of course. As soon as the bad shit's about to happen, someone's gonna get killed. He's like, "Oh, the weird like sounds of fighting yeah. outside." Um. So, Locke, I guess, uses the distraction of the, the attack to go and kidnap Bran. And uh, so he, like, throws him on his shoulder. And then, bef- like, as he's doing that, I guess, Georgian gives him, like, a, yeah, do it, man. Do it, like, man. Like, yeah. like, a little, <laughs> like a little nod. And then, like, so he uses the, the warging and wargs with um, um, Hodor, like we saw in the recap. Mm-hmm. It's always handy. We kind of figured that was coming. And then uh, he breaks out of the chains and with one hand snaps his neck yeah. like lifts him up and snaps his neck well, he lifts him like with one hand and then use the other hand to just yeah. tweak it but still still like, yeah Hodor is super strong turns out half giant I mean, is what yeah. they said well no th- that's just whatever but he's like he's one of the, supposed to be one of the largest men in the seven kingdoms other, just, other than like the mountain and a couple others it's not really affecting like does he remember what happens when these things like I don't know if they talk it about it seems kind of like he did this yeah thing. like oh what did I just do you know well I mean this is also kind of pretty much the first time Brand said to do that like to really make him do anything the other time yeah. he just made him like lie down yeah. you know yeah that's true um I hope he doesn't do too much I like Hodor kind of yeah. as, as Hodor Hodor's pretty sweet yeah he's a pretty cool dude <laughs> Hodor's Hodor you know <laughs> and um so what else happens oh then John. Uh, and Carl get into a knife, like a fight, and it's pretty much the coolest fight. It's pretty because sweet, yeah. Carl with those knives is badass. Like, yeah. he, like, does, like, a flippity with them, like a flippity flip. Uh, a flippity flip. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm, like, thinking, like, while this fight's happening, like, you know what? Two knives could probably beat a sword pretty easily. Like, mm-hmm. one bigger well, sword. Well, especially in, like, close quarters like yeah. that. Yeah. And turns out they can, and he's kind of outmatched, which we haven't really seen as far as, like, combat-wise with John. That he's, yeah, he's been pretty badass so far. But... Yeah, and so, um... If it wasn't for one of the wives of Craster, he would have been dead. Yeah. But of course, actually not because, not of course, because we, there's no, he could have died there. Yeah. With this show, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with John, it seems like he had, there's bigger things yet to come. Um, and then, so again, convenient, like stabs him in the, so she, like Carl gets all angry and then goes to like, I guess, kill her. And then right before she's going to get killed, right before, like the like, same, like how John was, mm-hmm. he gets stabbed through the head, through the right mouth. Right through his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which was pretty badass. It's kind uh, of a weird way to stab someone, though. You know, I mean, well, maybe yeah, like if I, you stab them in the back, like or somewhere, like what are you gonna do? Like chop off her head, like his head? Like what's the... done a lot of things. I don't, I don't think I would ever think to stab someone in the back of their head. Well, that's the fastest. Well, that's the fastest way to kill someone. You'd think, right? I mean, other than chopping their like, head, chopping a sword like that, like. <laughs> Why is that? No, because you want to hold it. You still want to hold it in case he turns around in time. You want to hold it the same way you would. Normally, like you wouldn't flip it around and use it like to stab like know, a knife. Just, I, I feel like you, you go for the the larger target, which is the back and the chest. Yeah, but like you could maybe still like survive that to some degree, or maybe get like a last like ditch like attacking on you. Yeah. There's no way you're coming. Like if you have the time to set it up and stab someone through the back of the neck and skull <laughs> and head, like they're not. There's just nothing. That's yeah, it. It's over well, for sure. Um, because, like, you see other people... I guess you see other people die pretty easily. Like, in the first sort of, like, ting, ting, then, like, one hack, and, like, they're dead. Like, they'll just fall over. But I guess that's just, like, TV sword fighting. I don't know how it works. So maybe It life. doesn't mean that they're dead right away. It means they, yeah. they're dying. Um, so, what else? Uh, so, two villains are actually killed in this. Mm-hmm. Like, two people we didn't... Like, no one really liked Carl. Like, he's, like, the epitome of evil. We talked mm-hmm. about that last week. Like, with all the raping and drinking wine out of skulls. Um... But, like, Locke, who we thought, like, you know, might, that might have been, like, an ongoing plot. He's dead. So, yeah, I thought I mean, that would last longer, too. Bran is now kind of, like, safe from that for now. I guess so is um, Rickon. Rickon, yeah. Because, can you remind me, what's Ramsay doing? He's off to go talk to the Greyjoys, right? At, or, yeah, well, he's, he's going to talk to the Iron Man at Mokin, which is south of all this okay, stuff. Okay, so, yeah. Like so right before this. He's this not world. dealing with the, win- like, the, the Starks. No. Right, no, so they're Locke. safe from that for now. Yeah. Which I thought, like, and that was only, like, a couple episodes ago that that whole mission even started. Yeah. Um, 
So it's weird, like, it's they introduce rushed. these, all that these, stuff is really these subplots and then, like, tie them up so quickly. So that's what I was going to say. Like, there's all that stuff is new. That's not in the books, yeah. right? So they added it in for extra content because it's kind of boring what happens. Like, Bran is pretty much just walking north, you know? Like, and he's just, like, come across this, this wildling village that's just a bunch of snow and then nothing happens, you know? Like, some of them can be kind of boring. Yeah. Or, like, whatever, right? But, um, so they added these two storylines about them going to Crassers and then the, the mutineers and all that stuff. Yeah, and, and then... They, they just, it just seems so rushed and just, like... The, well, yeah, and then the whole thing is, like, he, you know, John, uh, Bran, like, sees John fighting. He's, like... And he's, like, oh, you know, I want to go talk to him. And then Rickon... Or, and then Jojen's, like, no, you, you shouldn't. Just, I mean, like, the... Because the, John would for sure take him back. Yeah, and... Which makes sense. I mean, the... The, the reasoning sound. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you talk to him and he's gonna be, like, uh, no, you're not going that way. I've, clearly seen what's yeah. over there it's not good yeah so you're not going like and he's crippled what's he gonna do like yeah, <laughs> gonna, exactly so um it makes sense it's just so it just seems so artificial like especially because you say it's not out of the book it's just yeah. like well yeah the, the thing you add this kind of stuff which is great actually i, I like both these storylines i thought it, was, it would be cool like the way yeah. they kind of almost meet up again whatever but it feels so rushed because there are other things that the characters have to get to now and there's not a lot of space in between, so they had well, to rush like, through these stories. It's like resets. Okay, so now Bran and his crew are just on their way back, and Summer's fine, and everyone's just north, going. Yeah. And then you have, uh, I guess, John's just gonna head back to the wall, and yeah. he's got Ghost back, and everyone's happy. Like, yeah, that's and, exactly well, that's not what happy, it is. but like everything's back to how it was at the beginning of the season. Pretty much. That's exactly what it was going on. Yeah. Literally, nothing's changed. Yeah. I mean, uh, for this part of the book, I mean, things happen in, in a different order. And it's a lot faster, I guess, but. I mean, I can't complain. I can't. I'm not saying that you know, just because it nothing changed, that it's not like was interesting. Yeah, it was. was. Still, it was. And I, I just thought it would last a bit longer. So the, did I. The, all, both of those storylines, but they had to make room for what's coming up, I guess. So, so you were talking Rast, the fat one, mm-hmm. and so he gets killed by Ghost yeah. in a pretty cool scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty quick. You're like, like, oh, he's like, oh, what's this little hut? Like, <laughs> well, he was kind of taunting Ghost at that hut the other episode. Oh, is that the, that one? Because oh, oh, that's what that was. He that poured the water sense. out in front of he's him. He's looking. It's like, oh, that dogs, the that's, ghost, the, they're yeah. not there anymore. The direwolf, and then oh, there it is. Yeah, and then oh yeah, John and Ghost get like a little reunion, which is nice. Because you not, I guess, well, Ghost does his own thing, but like, kind of. Right, that's this whole thing. Well, he, kinda, he was like, stuck, off. like where because he, he didn't go with John with the wildlings and all that yeah. stuff, right? So and then he was with the Night's Watch, and then after all the crap happened in Crasters, I guess they caught him, right? Yeah, like, that's what they they had. Him well, he was game. hanging out. He was stayed with the Night's Watch. Yeah, he kind of stayed with Sam and them. Okay, huh? I didn't know that. I guess I thought he was they, just they doing don't really, his own thing. They don't really reference it, but like, yeah, John couldn't. Keep I really want to know what's going on with Shaggy Dog. Is he still living in the basement of Winterfell? No, he's with Rickon. Really? Yeah, he was with them the whole time. They had two for a while. Oh, they had summer and I, thought had, I, was, I thought it was only summer. I, maybe I want to know what's going on with Arya's. Nymeria. Nymeria. Me too. That would be pretty cool. Does that? I guess you can't tell me, but also, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just don't say anything. Um, so yeah, I mentioned already with that the whole Jojen. The, the it seems like he's kind of crazy. It's hard. To, it's hard to say. Like he's again. I said unhinged earlier. He's like he's coming a little unhinged. Well, yeah. Well, the whole, his whole power has never been like one hundred percent, and it's always it's it's always subtle. He goes into seizures, like in, you know, like you don't know what he's seeing. I guess you kind of did. Like one of the things of. that he sees, because he's supposed to be at Winterfell when Brand when the the, the Ironborn attack. Like yeah. one of his visions is kind of like a dream that he has, and he said he saw this the sea wash up over the walls of Winterfell and drown a bunch of people. Oh, right. Okay. So, and so that's like the Ironborn represented as the yeah. sea. Like it's all kind of vague, like that. Mm-hmm. I think that was it. Maybe that was Brand though. He has visions too. Kind of like Brands has those weird prophetic dreams as yeah. well. Um, so I will get to the notable exceptions as we do every week. Still no Greyjoys. This is really like we haven't not once this season have we seen what's the name of his daughter? Uh, Yara in the Yara. show. So we haven't seen her once. Mm-hmm. That was like one of the big plot lines at the end of yeah, last at season. At the end of the, at the, t- the last episode of last season, she said she's going to Winterfell yeah. to free her. And it's five. We're f- halfway through the season. We have not taught. We have not seen her one time. Or Balin Greyjoy, who is one of the last that's that's still like one of the like kings of the War of the Five Kings. Yeah. You know? So I was like, what's that's weird to me. Like I, I mean, maybe I it's for keeping it for concise storytelling. They want to keep everything that was going on. Maybe the side plot with the stuff in the north. Mm-hmm. They want to keep that like play it out so that they could get it done in five episodes so maybe that the, this stuff can take over and do they can really concentrate on that for the next five or something maybe. it just seems odd that you wouldn't even touch on it for five episodes then like I said we mentioned before no Tyrion no Jamie. having no no Tyrion is like I said big deal as he's almost in every episode obviously fan favorite yeah. Peter Dinklage is pretty awesome um, and no Stannis but again he's just probably being sad over in his castle so <laughs> um, 
Is there anything I'm missing? Is there anyone else? I mean, Daenerys is kind of just she's put- puttering around, but then she's there. We we see her. That's we see her, and like just not a lot is happening. And that's the theme of this episode. Not a lot's happening, yeah. but we're talking about yeah. not a lot happening. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I mean, like literally, the characters are talking about how not a lot's happening. <laughs> um, and then it's okay. Overall impressions. I don't know. Another slower one for me. Well, I mean, it's, four I or five were slower. It's been pretty like. It's been like almost in between. Like you'll get like a slow one, a good one, a slow one. I think one, one two, and three were like were a bit of a higher, like a, a faster paced episodes. Mm-hmm. One, two, and three were kind of like I was like really excited. And then four or five kind of slowed down a bit. They were still good, and they still had some great character points in it. But uh, I I want to see things get moving. I'm liking the whole give us the answer to mysteries thing. I'm liking that whole yeah. But I thought I was thinking yeah. about John Aaron, but like the, the original murder mystery. Yeah, the, the original who did it, which yeah. we just we already assumed we we thought it was I guess Cersei the whole time. Yeah. I literally don't even remember considering like going back and watching and probably be like yeah with this knowledge now would be really interesting. In, in like the first or second episode, probably the first. That's the the reason Ned or one of the reasons Ned agrees to become King's Hand is to find out what happened to John Aaron because it's yeah that's his wife's sister's husband right. Well, so also he, John Aaron fostered both Ned and Robert Baratheon at the Eyrie when they were kids. Oh, really? Just like Peter was, fo- like, Littlefinger was fostered by Tully with Catelyn and Lysa. Wait, who was... What? <laughs> John Aaron, yeah. was Warden of the East of yeah. the Eyrie, had Ned Stark and Robert Baratheon as children in in the Eyrie fostered is this, no- is this, like, a normal thing that they do in Westeros? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. kind of, like, it's like a, it's like a, kids. It's, it's... You honor somebody by letting them foster your child. Oh, okay. Kind of like how... Well, not kind not the same way how no, Theon, Theon was... was a ward. Yeah. So he was kind of like a... Yeah. Robin. The Superman or to Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, not really. I was just yeah. like they, they call him the yeah, award. I, I just either way or it, award. It, it, award means like he's in under his protection. So yeah. Theon was left under Ned's protection under the pretext that Balon would never you know rise up against the yeah. man, which um, didn't work very well. Well, it did. For, well, it lasted until I guess. Ned died. That's true. Um, and well, it, my. My, what did I think? Um, I pretty much said everything. Like I thought it was the pacing in this episode was great. Like I never like I really think everything flowed together really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it jumped around a lot. I, like, but it it didn't seem too rushed. I think th- I maybe it was because they did it ge- geographically how they like they went King's Landing start here with it. Like a first mm-hmm. of his name was obviously reference to the the Tommen. the Tommen and the like his ceremony. Um, stuck with that. Boom, moving over to the Eyrie. Then we deal with everything in the area and people moving to the area mm-hmm. or near it. So we have um, the Hound and Arya, and then you have, I guess, Brienne and uh, and Pod to kind of break things up. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. They're kind of maybe in the same idea. Their visuals are similar than anything else. And then um, and you move to the north. Yeah. It's every everything's just like boom, boom, boom. And it's I mean, I guess there was the Danny thing in yeah. between. But that's kind of how it has to work because everyone gets so spaced out, you know. Yeah. That's uh, like I was. T- I told you how the, the a lot of the stuff that's happening right now is third and fourth book because mm-hmm. the end of the third book kind of overlaps with the beginning of the fourth because they're separated geographically rather than by like temporarily. That's why you're also confused about the timeline because it seems like so quick, but yeah. it's just because that's when you're touching on those characters. So last week, this I mentioned. What did I say? Yeah, I, like, I know. I said if off. John gets to the wall, yeah. if he gets to there in one episode, I'll be pissed. I was like, but it turns out they did have horses. So six, still though, sixty miles on still six miles on horseback is a long way. It's, it, I thought it was pretty quickly. I thought we would have an episode in between. That's why I said, like that whole, all those little extra stories felt so rushed because it's just like, oh yeah, now they're there. And if things were that easy, then the whole his whole ranging and then Sam getting back to Wall shouldn't have been so well, it long. It took forever. Yeah, it took a whole season. Yeah. So it's like exactly that's why they and like how far did John go with the Wildlings because they're not even close yet. Like and if if they can move this fast, why can't the Wildlings be there already? And that's especially because they're used to that terrain. Yeah. You know, or and they, they know exactly like, what, what, they, what are they doing over there? You know, yeah. like they're waiting. They're they're. Building up, they're getting a lot of firewood so they can build the biggest bonfire that yeah. one's ever seen. They're just spending this whole time gathering firewood. <laughs> um, I, I like I said, I like the pacing. Uh, great character work. I really liked. Um, that, like I said, the scene with Cersei and Marjorie. Um, but again, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more uh, plot progression, at least in some of the main plots. That what's the next episode called? Uh, the next episode is called "The Laws of Gods and Men." Hmm. I don't know. That means nothing to me. Um, I well, mean, like, I, other I, than I, they've said that before in the show. Well, I, maybe the trial. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, again, don't... don't, don't well, no, that's what I, I'm just assuming. I'm not... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that would be good. That's one of the, that's one of the big ones that, that people want to see, right? Like, yeah. The, yeah, and a fortnight is 20 days, so if all this other crap can happen within a week's time... <laughs> exactly. Um, 
Speaking of a Fortnite, so uh, we didn't actually—I forgot to mention this. So Cersei wanted to get Tommen and Marjorie oh, yeah. married within a fortnight of the trial, and then marry Sir Loras a fortnight after a that. fortnight after that. Yeah, just to get things moving. Get things. I'll be—I'll be surprised if she actually marries Loras. Very surprised. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. I mean, this uh, episode is directed by—I um, can't remember her name offhand—but she directed a lot of episodes of Breaking Michelle. Bad. I can. Something. I mean, we can look, I can look it up, but I mean, she she directed a lot of episodes of Breaking Bad. She's really good, and she's yeah. actually done a lot of the like really good episodes of Game of Thrones. So, I mean, she's still like doing a really good job, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up. And what is how much time do we have? Oh, exactly at an hour, almost <laughs> at fifty seven minutes. Um, so I'll, I'll kind of do the closing stuff. Uh, make sure to uh, listen to our flagship podcast recording that tonight. So the Tower Babel podcast. Um, that's, uh, also on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, so if you like this stuff, we talk a lot about comic books, video games. Michelle McLaren. Yes. So she's, she's directed the last one as well, but that's her. Mm -hmm. And then, and, um, so yeah, that's tonight. Should be up in a couple days, uh, if not tomorrow. Um, tomorrow being Tuesday, uh, May 6th. And, uh, follow us on Twitter at Tower Babblecast, uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash Tower Babblecast. Send us any questions, uh, comments, anything like that to our Gmail account, which is towerbabblepodcast at gmail.com. Or comment on the site or pretty much anywhere. Yeah, pretty much anywhere, exactly. And yeah, you know, check, uh, check the site for, uh, for Dan's reviews. He usually puts those up in a day or two after the, uh, the episode airs. Um, anything else you want to mention before we close it out? No, I'm just excited for things to get moving. Like yeah. I, I am excited for the trial. That's and look, I just looked at all the other episode names, and that like seems I, to be the one. That I purposely me. not looking at the episode title. Don't read them to me. I don't want to read them to you. I just want to. <laughs> um, so they're pretty vague. You can't. You, well, they blocked out episodes nine and ten are on there now. So. Nine and ten. So I don't even want to look. Okay, don't look, look at them. Not even want to look at them. Uh, but anyway, I'll look at them. I guess after <laughs> the. the the week when you before. have to. Yeah, like, so I always need to know what the next episode's called so I can do this. Join us next week uh, for season four, episode six, The Laws of Gods and Men. Right. So we'll see you then. See ya. Today's Game of Thrones theme was played by Charlie Paradel Rigo.